Welcome to another exciting episode of Level Up with Sean Myers. I'm your host, Sean Myers, and today we have a remarkable guest who truly embodies the importance of a family-oriented powerhouse in the business world. It's my pleasure to introduce you to Isaac Miller, a man of many titles, devoted family man, business owner, and community influencer. At the heart of Isaac's journey is his unwavering commitment to both his family and his business. He's not just a business owner, he's a dynamic force who has managed to strike that perfect balance between building a thriving business and nurturing a strong, loving family unit. Throughout today's episode, we'll dive into Isaac's incredible story from his early aspirations and challenges to the pivotal moments that shaped his trajectory. We'll explore how he's managed to foster an environment where both his family and his business thrive together and the invaluable lessons he's learned along the way. Isaac's insights are not only inspiring, but also practical, offering a wealth of knowledge for aspiring business owners, devoted parents, and anyone seeking to find that delicate balance between professional success and personal fulfillment. So whether you're a business owner aiming to grow your business without sacrificing your family bonds, or someone who's simply curious about the journey of a true modern day man and becoming the best version of himself, you're in for a treat. Get ready to level up your mindset, strategies, and aspirations as we dive deep into the wisdom and experiences of Isaac Miller. Let's jump right into it. Welcome to the show, Isaac Miller. What's up, man? Thanks for having me here. Absolutely, dude. How you doing today? Terrific, bro. Well, man, I appreciate your time, energy, and effort in being here today. So complete transparency. When did you hear about this uh, episode? That you're going to be a guest on the episode. Oh, I heard this morning, bro. This morning? This morning. Yeah. <laughs> I saw I had a text from you earlier and I got started uh, with all my meetings and stuff for the day, getting caught up with the crews and stuff. We just got back from vacation and then I was in the office all morning and then I literally just started cleaning up my truck, getting ready for the day and uh, got a phone call from Sean. What's up, bro? Get over to my, get over to my studio. <laughs> How fast can you be here, bro? <laughs> like, I will drop everything, man, where you need me. That's what you said. Yes, sir. Why'd you say that? Bro, I always got your back, man. You've done nothing but improve and bring value to my life. And I hope to reciprocate and do the same for you. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. That means a lot to me. And and you know, that means a lot to me because that aligns with my temperament, which mm. I shared on like episode eight or nine, which aligns with uh, loyalty. Yeah. And so I feel like you're a loyal friend and I just appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. You got several kids, you got businesses, you got employees, you got friends. There's a million other things that you could be doing, but you chose to be here, a guest on Level Up with Sean Myers podcast. So I'm excited. Let's dive, let's dive in. Yeah, I'm honored, man. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm Isaac Miller. I grew up in Willis, Texas. I was part of a bigger family. I was the oldest of six and... Uh, I played sports, did Boy Scouts, lived a normal kid life, I feel like. Yeah. Had great parents. Yeah. And just what uh what sports did you play? I was uh I played basketball. Lots of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. You got that six two, yeah, six man. three. Frame. I had that nasty cold shot from down low. I was a post. Yeah. You'd always catch me boxing out, getting rebounds, and I'd surprise them and get a shot from down low. I feel like you're like that hybrid athlete. I know you work out, you know, when you can, but I feel like and we'll get into that here in a second on how we met. But I've always looked at you as like, you're the type of guy that if you didn't play basketball, if you didn't work out, if you didn't run track, you could still show up at those events 
and like crush 90% of the people. <laughs> Whether it's running, exercising, Bro, this yeah. guy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yes, I'm very blessed with yes. to have that ability. I don't know what it is, but yeah, just always been a like very energy filled, like good at figuring things out on my feet kind of person, and uh, I definitely applied that to sports, and it was a blast. Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing you say is that there's a lot of genetics involved. Sure, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blessed with good genetics. Sure. Maybe uh, Kobe Bryant's back in my uh, genes somewhere now. <laughs> yeah that's awesome man well so uh well i appreciate you sharing that about your, your background and a little bit of uh, where you came from so how did we meet me and you bro we met it had to have been like 2014 or 2015 at gold's gym i remember it like it was yesterday me and our our friend ezra yeah we were we we uh we had it was it was the beginning of the year New Year's resolution. We were going to start working out and doing all this stuff. We were going to go early, right? We were going to go before work. So we get there at like six in the morning or something, work out for like an hour, hour and a half, and then take showers and go to work at eight. And I remember seeing you and one of our other mutual friends there just busting butt, doing these crazy goofy workouts. We thought it was goofy. Little did we know we'd be in that mess. And, uh, we would, we'd be running on the treadmill every morning watching you guys work out. And one day, I don't know what clicked, but uh, you approached us actually. And you were like, what's up guys? I see y'all in here a lot. Just kind of, you know, create some small talk. And you were like, hey man, you want to work out with us? Uh, we were like, sure, whatever, <laughs> let's do it. You, Looking back, you could clearly tell we were newbies. Yeah. We didn't know what we were doing, but man, it was just... Uh, that was like a pivotal turning point in my life, meeting Sean Myers back then. So wait a minute, I, I approached you? You did, yeah. Yeah, we you. I'm almost positive you approached us after we got off the treadmills and like you do at the gym or anywhere we go, bro, you just you just yeah. like magnet, magnet people to you. Yeah. And we just started a small talk conversation and you started asking us about, you know, what we do in the mornings, why we work out early. And then uh, you invited me to work out with, or me and Ezra to work out with you and Daryl at the time. Yeah. And so, bro, those workouts, man, we did not have any idea what we were getting into. They what? were brutal. <laughs> what was brutal about them? Dude, it was so funny. Uh, I was actually reminiscing with Ezra on this not too long ago. But, uh, man, we would go there and you had no mercy on us. Even though we were new to the game, you just pushed us so hard. And it was so much fun, but we we took it, bro. And then we had to go to work all day afterwards. <laughs> working outside. And Sean's going back to work in his office. And Is I'm like, what, yeah, so yeah, I'm we're like, the office job, you're yeah, you the, yeah, you had the office job. Oh my gosh, bro, it was brutal. I remember, I remember y'all uh, making comments saying, yeah, we well, had to go, go to work, work all day, bro. What did I say? Yeah, you were like, I don't know. Tough I don't, it up, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care, man. And so I probably said something along the lines of yeah. level up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> level up. Do better, bro. You got this. Don't worry. You'll heal. So that's interesting. What kept you coming back? Oh man, I don't know, bro. Like there was something about your personality that just magnetized me towards you. I loved your energy. I loved the uh, I don't know, you just seemed like you had a lot of focus. You had tons of self-discipline, which I incredibly admired. Cause I wanted more of that in my own life. And you just had, you, you gave me and Ezra a really good accountability. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I kept showing up for. Um, my personality is uh, after going through all these tests and stuff or whatever, 
I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I'm a yellow on the temperaments. I'm a, an SI on the disc test. Mm -hmm. I don't like to let people down. And so when I recognized that I only had so many chances at this time with you to show you that I was serious and wanted to work out with you guys and like hang with the big dogs that I felt like, yeah. I wasn't going to blow my shot. I wanted to show up and I didn't care. I remember the first time I slept through my alarm or something, I got a phone call from you and it was like, bro, where are you at? And I was like, I'm in bed. <laughs> Get your butt to the gym, bro. We'll see you in 15 minutes. And I did, man. I raced there. Oh my gosh. But I just, I appreciated it because you didn't give up on trying to help me be better and challenge myself. And you didn't take no as an excuse. And you've always done that for me. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, the feeling's mutual, you know, and what's interesting is, you know, I've met a lot of people over the years and networked with a lot of people and you, you've always, you know, you, we, we started out with that relationship and, and working out health and fitness. Then we grew together on the business side of things as well. And so it, it's a glove fit. We, we've always kind of said that. Right? Oh yeah. And so as far as our professional and personal life, like we've grown together. So it's such a beautiful thing. And, and what I've always learned from mentors is once I find somebody like that, you know, that you fit with, with the temperaments and the behaviors and stuff like that and self-reflection, like, and again, on top of that, what, what, what magnified it for me was, and I didn't know this until recently was, was like, I like loyal, you know, and, and you've always been loyal, mm. uh, a loyal friend, you know, yeah, yeah. trust you, rely on you. And are you perfect? No, you're imperfect, just like I am. Mm -hmm. But you understand that I have flaws. I understand you have flaws. And I think oh, yeah. that just deepens the connection. So, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. And I think we yeah, both so. have something to give here. And even though I was maybe pursuing you because I wanted what the what looked like the life that I wanted and stuff um, or wanted pieces of it. Yeah. Um, and what's like, what life is that? Man, like, like I said, I just admired the self-discipline the control you had over your life. I've always lived a very messy life. Like my personality is not uh, normally organized and decisive and stuff like that. It's very go with the flow, friendly. It makes me a very fun and easy person to get along with. But I, I just, I crave more of that structure in my life um, because I know I can see the value that it, it would bring me along with my personality. Mm -hmm. So if I can add those things to my tool belt, I feel like I could be unstoppable, you know, and yeah. achieving whatever goals and dreams I want to achieve for my life, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. With that being said, so what struggles, challenges have you faced between when we met that day up until present day? Cause you said you lacked, there was a lack of yes, so it was accountability. Yeah. Those were probably two of the biggest ones I was struggling with at that time. And even to this day, like yeah. I would still like to hold myself more accountable and be more self-disciplined. Yeah. I was just being way too fluid and go with the flow. I, you didn't let me be that. And uh, it, you, it was cool. What do you mean by that? You would call me out on things. I said, don't be like that. You pat me on the shoulder. You said, don't, don't let me walk all over you like that. And you would know when you were doing it and yeah. you would call yourself out, which is, you know, it was just fun banter and stuff like that. But it was like, man, he's right, bro. Like mm. I shouldn't take crap from people like that. I'm tired of, you know, being walked over and stuff. Like, I don't want to be too nice. Did you feel empowered? Yes, I felt empowered. That's the perfect way to say it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was definitely a big struggle at that time. And then the lack of uh, focus, uh, you know, I, I had a lack of focus, which just really made me struggle in business and stuff like that. It was, it was okay because I'm a very flexible person and I can deal with that with a little stress, but, yeah. Yeah. but it wasn't okay as a business owner because I want to build a business that, 
is structured and has a plan on where it's going and, you know, build something for myself and, and the team yeah. and, you know, something for us all to grow in. When I met you, I looked up to you. You were a mentor to me. Huh. And I don't know if I've ever told you that, okay. but you inspired me. And what I mean by that is, is because I was a young entrepreneur, right? I didn't know it at the time. And I hear this guy was, you know, running a landscape business. Mm. Uh, and, and this was, you know, early stages of your business at the, at the landscape business. Yeah, I right? think I was four or five years into it exactly. at that point. So I looked up to you. You inspired me because you were running this this successful landscape business. And, and at the time, I was like, man, Isaac, you know, seems to have it all together. He's got... You know, he's thriving, he's got employees, he's got equipment, he knows what he's talking about, he's <laughs> yeah. confident. I looked up to that. Yeah, that's and that awesome, inspired man. me um, on on that journey. So yeah, it's not just a one-way street. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's cool it's, hearing that. It's it, it was reflecting back and having this conversation. Mm -hmm. I, I looked up to you, I was like, because I came to you, you know, when I got off into the we built the landscape, like I mean, I asked you. Oh, that dozens. was so fun, bro. That was so fun. It was like it was like having cheat codes to a video game, yeah, right? Yep. You were like, hey, Isaac, I have these kind of yards. What kind of mower would you buy? And then just go straight out of the gate and buy it <laughs> or whatever. You know, it was so cool yeah. because you literally took like probably a five or six year gap of me figuring things out by myself yep. and just like cutting it down to like a year, literally built your business to a year when it took me like five or six years, yep. which is incredible. And it really shows me and anybody listening, the power of just having like mentors in your life and having the right people in place to help you get to where you need. Yeah. So early in business and stuff, I wasn't taught a lot about self-development or anything. Oh. I bought the company. It was a pre-existing company called Seven Acre Wood Landscaping. I, uh, the owner, Mr. Carey, super awesome guy. I really looked, really looked up to him. He built a great business, moved away, inherited his uh, family's business and offered me the ability to buy it and just owner finance it. And so for me, I was thinking it was my ticket through college. Like, okay, cool. This will let me pay for college and mm. get through all that. So I treated it like a job. He didn't tell me anything about, Hey man, you need to like grow as a leader. You need to self-develop. You need to, you know, figure out what you don't know about business and marketing and all these things. So I literally ran this thing like a job for four or five years. And when you say and job, what do you mean by that? Literally, I was a technician. I was out there every day. Mm -hmm. If you, I mean, you've read the E Myth, you know. Yes, there's, e -Myth, great book. Yeah, three different levels, and I was the technician. What's the three different levels? Uh, the, there's the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. Okay. And I was a technician. I love lawn care. I love doing it. I worked for him for three years, taking pride in my work, and uh, constantly trying to push him out of the company. And I felt like that made me a good business owner. I, you know, I'm trying to assume all the responsibility. No, it just made me a really good technician and turning into a manager. I can manage a couple guys, you know, for Mr. Carey and as we're doing this company and stuff. But I ran it as a technician for years, bro. Just working in the company, like not learning more about estimating and not trying to figure out, you know, why we lose jobs or why we gain jobs. And just it was a mess, bro. And what did that do to you over the years, right? Not maybe within the first three or four or five years, but there came a time and place where you were like, man, I'm feeling this way. This is what it's doing to my, my, you know, yeah. these different areas of life. Did you start noticing effect that? I just noticed that I, I didn't feel like I had much control. I was just doing these jobs, making this money and nothing was getting better. If anything, it was getting worse. I was just floating on the momentum from the previous business owner. Mm. He built good enough systems and stuff. And it worked for a good while yeah. and we'd add jobs here and there, but it was never like substantial growth or anything. 
And what do you think has been the when, biggest transition? So when I got married and I went just full-time, like, hey, I'm do I love landscaping. I'm doing this company. I'm going to take off uh, a year from school. I'm going to get married and like just go all in on the business. That was when I met you guys. Or that's when I met you. Yeah. And we started working, like, you know, working out and all this stuff. And so God works in mysterious ways. But that yeah. was like a pivotal point in my life when I started learning about self-development, like how to become a better business owner. Because when I first met you, I had still been floating on the momentum of what of, uh, Mr. Carey had built for me and sold me. But I started getting to Dave Ramsey, started learning about like paid off all my debt of the business. And then I was like starting with a fresh slate whenever I had started working out with Ezra at the gym and then met you guys. And so from that point forward, like you started challenging me to like read books and look into podcasts and YouTube videos and, you know, just opening Pandora's box of self-development. And yeah. it was just like a wild ride because I started substantially growing the business, even though it was messy. Mm -hmm. um, substantially growing the business and completely changing the game, which was awesome. Yeah. And, and from a third party viewpoint, like as a, you know, looking from over here and is watching our friendship and our professional, our professional uh, relationship grow. I've seen you grow tenfold here in the last six to 12 months. Right? Oh my gosh. So yeah. once, so that was shifting gears a little bit, like that yeah. transition, I know it's been, it was messy. You started, Hey, I need to grow. Mm -hmm. and you, you, let's not mention you have, Several kids. What do you got? A basketball team now? Yeah, we have four kids. Yeah, four, four kids under six. Four kids under six. A wife, an awesome wife. Oh. How long have you been married? Uh, we've been married seven years. Seven years. No, eight years. Yeah. In a in a thriving <laughs> business. Yes. Right. Not to mention several hundreds of friends. Oh man, yeah. I think I shared on. I talked about you on my last episode or one of my episodes before. I, I have like two friends, and you mm -hmm. have like hundreds of friends. So <laughs> you have two very deep connections. I have many, many not as deep connections. <laughs> but you're working on that, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. So transitioning started. Okay, personal development. Hey, for things to change, I need to change, right? Yes. Working on becoming the best version of yourself, and you've been doing that. I've, and just from the last seven or eight months, I've seen you personally, and I know mm. uh, a lot of guys in our mastermind group have seen you exponentially yes. grow uh, within. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Happened. So I would almost call that one of the next pivotal points in my life is when we bought actually team MM lawn care from you guys. Yep. That's also when we started doing the, uh, the mastermind group. And that's when you started doing your coaching. I was actually your, your Guinea pig. I was the first, the first coachee. That's right. Which has been a lot of fun, bro. Yeah. Watching it's been a journey. Yeah. It's been awesome watching you like develop your coaching skills dramatically in that period of time and just helping me so much along the way, man. Like I can't even tell you how much I appreciate how much you've helped me personally in so many different areas of my life, not just business, you know, but yeah. even just marriage and personal development, self-discipline, like all these things, man. It just literally life coach almost. <laughs> yeah. What, what has been those one or two moments reflecting back the last seven or eight, nine months, it can be anything from something, Something that was said, a podcast, a book, a mastermind group. What is that like? One or two, like one or two things. Like, hey, this is this is really working. And like, let me double down, triple down on that hmm. right now. So, are we talking about uh, just in life in general, right? So, we've talked a little bit about business, and mm -hmm. you're you know going through that. And uh, I want to I want to kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about 
from business to other areas of life, right? So right. from designing the life that you want to live, how has that helped, you know, and working on that and, and making sure that these different areas of life are a priority and that you're intentional about doing something about that. Right. right. Man, I would say uh, the mastermind has probably been the biggest thing that, yeah. ha that has happened to me that's made me aware of a lot of things that I was missing asking the right questions about. Yeah. So like what? You don't know what you don't know. So when I'm put or invited to this group of six winners, mm. six go-getters, six hustlers, six six dudes that are just like me that just want to, you know, better themselves, help other people and just, you know, win at life in their own ways. And like get together and talk about all these things. Like we've all had different chances to put into the group what we want to talk about or ask questions about or whatever. So we've been through, you know, investing, we've been through marriage, um, we've been through business, we've been through coaching, we've been through all these kinds of family, like, you know, and we've really just dived deep into these and everybody brings something different to the table. And I can't, yeah, I can't, tell you how powerful it is to have just those different perspectives and different people asking questions and bringing things to your attention. You don't know what you don't know. That's right. And I realize there's a lot I don't know, yeah. but I am willing to know it. I'm willing to work on it. Why? I'm, Why are you willing to work on it? Because I care. Because Why do you care uh, so much? Well, I care once I realize, you know, hey man, you know, four kids, we go through things in our marriage. I love kids. They're incredible blessings. We make these sweet memories but they divide you, man, or they not, they don't intentionally divide you, but it does. It just creates, you know, distraction and division and the focus doesn't become on the marriage as much. It's more around the kids and we all see where that can go long-term just yeah. from studies and stuff. But, uh, that's what happened to my parents. They were divorced because they focused on the kids and not themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, years. and that was something we talked about in the mastermind. It's like, yeah. man, I don't want that, bro. Like, how do I pay more attention to breeze how do i love so, her more how do i let me stop you right her? there yeah what did you just say what questions did you start asking yourself yeah how do i how do i <laughs> how do i yeah right like you find the topic and say how do i yeah start searching for answers yeah get curious i would have not asked those questions and realized they're just like deficits in in the marriage that you know all these withdrawals that have been taken over the yep. years no deposits man like yep. i just uh and I love Breeze way too much to just keep withdrawing from her. Mm -hmm. And she is such a strong, awesome woman and supports me so well. I, I want, that's all Breeze, I want to do for he's her. He's got some brownie points, didn't he? Love you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, all I want to do is support her as well, you know? Yeah. And so, and, and together we're going to raise better kids and be as a team instead of divided, kind of fighting along the way and yep. trying to figure it out by ourselves. So what I'm hearing you say is make sure you surround yourself with other folks that are going to, cause you said like early stages held you accountable, discipline, you know, somebody to mm -hmm. come in that cared enough to ruffle up your feathers a little bit. And you've known, learned about yourself, reflected on yourself, your temperament, your behaviors and your personality. And you surrounded yourself with other people like that to help keep, continue to support you, lift you up and empower you in becoming the best version of yourself, right? Yeah. It's a continuous journey and I can see it seven or eight months. Oh, yeah. And, and, it, and it, it's a domino effect in the other areas of your life because exactly. you start asking the questions about 
yeah. your business. And mm. now it's like, okay, well, I just got to do this in the other areas of life. What workshop do I need to do with my wife? What mm. questions do I need to ask my wife? What love languages do I need to learn? And you start asking these questions and being intentional about it. Yeah. And the only way that we could even have those conversations was from all six of those guys being vulnerable. Yeah. So yeah. nothing happens with, with, the veil of pride. Yeah. Like you have to be vulnerable. You have to be open. Mm. Otherwise you're just a bunch of dudes just sitting there trying to stroke each other's ego. Yeah. And what's the point in that? And that's something that I've always struggled with Isaac is being vulnerable. Mm. I know. And I, right? and I know yeah. this in, in, and you had mentioned it, you had made the comment early in this, inter, uh, this uh, conversation that, uh, you know, I seem to have it control over my life. Yeah. In the day. Yeah. It may seem that I have control over my life, but behind the scenes, like it was just as messy, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And, and on top of that, having control, because that's a part of my temperament and a part of like my person, what drives my personality. When you start growing and scaling in whether it's business or personal or family, things are going to come out of my control. And that's what pulled my piece out, yeah. right? Knowing that external forces, I can't be in control of everything. Mm -hmm. So I've had to really work on that over the years. And, and I still continue to work on that. So transitioning into... Uh, Continuing, so you're continuing to work on becoming the best version of yourself, right? You're part of this mastermind group. That's what's working. You you continue to show up. You continue to be held accountable and work on the things that uh, that you know you need to work on. Mm -hmm. So you continue to struggle with challenge. What, what struggle? Like one or two challenges are you struggling with right now that you continue to work on? Self mastery, self discipline. We all uh, discipline. Yeah, yeah, we all we all can find excuses to uh, put something off or whatever. And, and what are you doing? What do you, what tool or resource are you putting? What tool are you using to make sure that you are holding yourself accountable? What are you using? Uh, what are you doing? So one of the things is coaching. Like okay. I I recognize where I'm at with my self discipline and where I need help and stuff, and that's where I pay for a coach, and he helps me with whatever I'm working on at that point in whether it's business, marriage, um, yeah. finances, whatever. Keeps you moving. Yeah. And the thing about a coach is they help you break it down into bite-sized pieces. I'm not super great at breaking things down maybe as well as others might naturally be. Yeah. And so that brings me huge value. So just taking things into like, I'm good at dreaming. I have big aspirations and big dreams, but they mean nothing if you can't break it down mm -hmm. and make it something achievable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Love that, man. And so the, one of the final questions I'm going to start asking with our guest is what do you want your wife, kids, team members, family, and community to remember you as? I want to be remembered as someone who loved and cared about them, supported them and always challenged them to grow. Mm, dude, I love that, man. That's super special. Yeah. Something that just hit my mind, like if if there were, if I had a you know, because I've I've done a eulogy before. Have you mm -hmm. ever done a self eulogy? Uh, sort of just notes in my phone. Yeah, okay. just like kind of a, a light a light eulogy. Yeah. Yeah, and so one of the things I think about you is that like one of the first things on my mind when I think about Isaac is love, like mm. kind, love, grace, compassionate, and coming from a guy like me, type A personality, like control, power, all this other stuff, like. It is a breath of fresh air knowing that there's people out there like you. Yeah, man. So I'm super grateful for our friendship and 
I, uh, I'm so excited to be on this journey with you, man. I appreciate you being here today. Yeah, thank you so much, bro. Yeah. I appreciate everything you've obviously done in my life and challenged me to do, and you, you've always been there for me. And so Fantastic. we got each other's back, brother. Awesome. Thanks so much, Isaac. Thank you for tuning in to the episode of Level Up with Sean Myers. If you've enjoyed today's discussion, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and please share this episode with someone or a business owner who needs to hear it. I also love when you tag me on the social media platforms. This is what gets me fired up. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes where we'll continue to explore topics that empower you to level up in all areas of life. Until next time, keep learning, growing, and leveling up in the journey to becoming the best version of yourself.